Did You Have To is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Did You Have To? Only today, it's an anime-sode. As always, I'm your host, Kate. And I'm Nisha. And we are going to be going over 20 anime questions. Yes. So much fun. And I think we have to start off by saying, holy crap. Thanks, guys. I yes. didn't think that our anime question thread was going to, like, go off, but it did. I did not either. Thank you so much, y'all. And also, one, thank you for getting us to, I believe, 250 followers now. Because yep. I thought we were going to have to dangle Avatar the, the Last Airbender in front of y'all to get that. So you know, we're going to just... push that to 400. Oh, I was going to make it 500, but... Oh, <laughs> Perfect. Well, which one do we hate more? Is it, well, I, I guess we can't say hate because I still haven't seen Ghost in the Shell, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to hate it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to assume Avatar the, Avatar the Last Airbender was Baby Kate's first experience of going to a midnight release by herself. <laughs> I've never seen it all the way through. I stopped 15 minutes in. Girl, you're in for something. <laughs> I bet. Well, in that case... Y'all can keep y'all can help us get to 500 for Avatar Last Airbender, and what do we say? We'll we'll just we'll figure it out. Point yeah. is, I'm we'll so happy going. our community has grown. Yes, and we appreciate every single one of you. And honestly, this opened up a lot of great anime com- uh, conversations, like in yeah. the threads themselves too. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, not a lot of fandom battle, which I was very I- surprised at. I'm like, look at our community. Growth. We know how to have conversations about anime, having differing views, and no one's arguing or calling people slurs. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It was really nice. I really did enjoy like getting every notification and like reading people's answers. Oh, yeah. And I think the other thing that was really cool, too, is... With our thread, and I, you know, I don't know if it's just because of, um, you know, the people we follow or the people that listen to us, but there is such a diversity of people mm-hmm. who were interacting. Like I, everybody, like I, I, I feel like this was like a very representative, like look into like weeb culture, right? Like yeah. there were so <laughs> many different types of people, different kinds of people, and mm-hmm. it was it was great to see everybody's different entrances into anime yeah. and their thoughts on it, um, yeah. which is great because I know sometimes it feels like the anime community may not be super diverse, yeah. but it was kind of like it's one of those feelings like when you go to a con and you're like, holy crap, look at all these people who are who like this thing that I like, and mm-hmm. oh wow, they look like it. I fit in here. That's kind of what that thread was for me. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, I know I definitely <laughs> connected with some of the people who are giving answers. I'm like, I like their answers. I'm like, oh, and another good answer. I'm like, I'm going to follow this person now because yep. <laughs> y'all seem dope and we would get along as friends and talk about anime together. Except for um, all y'all that killed Vegeta, though. Yes, we're going to get to that. <laughs> I have the talk and Archer. I have some talk. I have some talking to do to some of y'all. Um, but let's get into Well, before we get way too into it, let, do you want to explain to them what an anime, so, anime, I see, I'm going to mess it Anime-sode. up. Anime-sode. What an anime-sode is. So what we're going to try to do is in between our regular episodes where we review and look at live action adaptations, we're going to try to work in anime conversations. So we'll be looking at tropes, thoughts, questions, ideas, just anything revolving around anime and kind of just making sure this podcast just becomes an anime podcast in general. Um, So, oh, go ahead. No, it's like slowly and surely we will just get to talking about anime all the time. Exactly. This is the goal. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so you can expect this to be shorter than our usual episodes, and they will be coming out between the other ones, like I said. And if you have any suggestions for a topic you want us to cover, a trope you mm-hmm. want us to talk about, go ahead and add us at DYHT underscore pod on Twitter, and we can add it to the list. Yes, we love it. Ooh, I do this. I feel like, I feel like a spokesperson now. <laughs> you're, you're getting pretty good. It's really good. Um, so without further ado, are you ready to dive into these 20 questions? I mean, there's a lot here. So no, but also yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number one. Gateway anime. Oh, hold on. Repeat it. I said, what was your gateway anime? Okay. Oh, no, no. Like, so uh, you came in robotic. And so if I oh hear you robotic, it'll pull you up robotic in the in the feed. You're clear Damn. now. So just repeat okay. the, the question thing. Okay. So question number one, what was your gateway anime? Mine was Sailor Moon. Like <laughs> my first, so I feel like a lot of people had these types of answers. Like my first anime was, but the one that really got me in was. Yeah. So like technically my first anime was Speed Racer, mm-hmm. but... The one that actually got me into like the culture and uh, kind of obsessed was Sailor Moon. And then Sailor Moon just kind of led me to the whole Toonami generation thing with, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho and Tenchi mm-hmm. Muyo and all that. Yes. So very similar. I have the same experience where my dad watched Speed Racer. So Speed Racer was my first anime, but my gateway was definitely Sailor Moon, a combo of Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. almost like we all grew up with Cartoon Network. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the best child. It's it's almost as if we're all children of the 90s or millennials. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Which so. it was really interesting, too, um, was because we did. So a lot of the answers were, of course, Sailor Moon, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z. Or just in general, Toonami. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there were some other ones, too. Like, there were some people who said Sword Art Online, which is yep. a more recent anime. Naruto came up as well. Um, do you want to name some other ones? Oh, yeah. So, some people... I saw some people say Fate Stay Night was their first one. Um, That's a oh, hard one to come into. I know. But, I mean, like, I guess if they... Maybe they they were just, like, dipping their toe into the water and then they, they really just splurged in there. They really got wet. Um, but then there's ones where I thought were interesting. Um, some of the more emotional ones, like, you know, Hayao Miyazaki. A lot of people said Spirited Away or Grave of the Fireflies, Akira, like those those kind of things. But I think the people who gave more recent ones, I was really impressed. I'm like, oh, so like you're kind of still new to anime. Like, I think that's yeah. really impressive. Like, oh, you were willing to give a show like Sword Art Online I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about the show. I'm just saying that, oh, you were willing to give, like, this show a try for your first anime. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then the and other the- thing is, too, like, I mean, we don't know people's ages online. Yeah, true. Like, I feel like we had, like, a broad swath of, like, our generation and even some older yeah. ones, too. Because there were definitely some older mad- Magical Girl ones that were mentioned that I was like, that is an old one. And mm-hmm. I don't even remember watching that. Dang. Yeah, all I know is Sailor Moon. And then anything after Sailor Moon. I don't know any anything before Sailor Moon. Yeah, I think um, I mean I know some. I just have a really hard time with it with the style of anime from like the early like from the eighties. Yeah, it, just, it it looks funny. 
It does. Anything that's <laughs> younger than anything that's younger, anything that's older than like I'd say Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. It's like I get that area of like, oh my eyes, I can't do it. But then like I also watch Lupin the Third because I'm trash. So <laughs> and on that on that le- note, let's get to number two before we dive into how trash I am. Oh, um, and Pokemon. That was another one. That, oh yeah. That was another big one. Yes. For sure. Um, so question number two. What anime would make a good video game? You go first. Okay, Fate Stay Night. But also <laughs> but but I say that real quickly because they already have a Fate Stay that started off as a video game, but I would really like to see it like more built out, more RPG, more world building. And not like you're playing like a Pokemon version where you just throw out your servant and then you tell them what the attacks do. I want to play, I want it to be interchanged between the servant and the master. So at gameplay action. But my real one is I want a I want a magical girl, specifically Sailor Moon RPG open world fantasy video game, like Kingdom Hearts, where they all but you get to pick each character and you get to go around their story arcs. You get to play all of the Sailor Scouts. That's really cool. All of them. So you have so much content. I like that. Yes. And then you can have them play. All of them can be lined up with their storylines. So you can play as Amy. I'm sorry, as Ami. And you can like go through her tasks. But then like you're seeing it from the perspective of Ami. But then you can switch to Serena. Damn it, I did that wrong. Usagi. See that? See what dubs do to you? <laughs> hey, hey, like, hey. Children of the 90s. I I have a hard time watching the old ones in the in the Japanese with the English sub. Because I'm like, isn't it the Canadian dub where she's like a valley girl? Yes. That that's that one. That's the that's my first voice in my brain. It's so weird, but now I've just been rewatching the Hulu one and that has been fixing me. Yeah, I mean, I will say this too. Like the sailor, and this is a new say. We need to do a Sailor Moon episode. Uh, <laughs> the Sailor Moon crystal voices are really good. Yeah, um, and it's just animated so beautifully. Man, I, I definitely do. You want it to be open? So you said you want them to play with their storylines, right? So it wouldn't be open world. It'd be open world, and I want them to play with their storylines. But then I also want downloadable content. Ooh, I want a lot. Basically, at first I thought I just wanted a magical girl fighting game, but no. That would just be limited because there's like what twelve of them total yeah. random ones thrown in. So That's not a- <laughs> that was actually what was in my head was mm-hmm. I wanted a magical girl fighting game. They can do. They can no. They can do that too. I want that oh. too. But I, to add the added element of the storylines, yeah, in the open world, I want everything basically in this game. I want it to be like Jump Jump Force, but magical, but Sailor Moon. Okay, yeah. So and I better. want. So I just want a pure. Like, I want a competitive magical girl fighter. Yes. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want that. I want that shit to be played on, like, eSports at Evo with with Guard Captor Sakura going after uh, Chibiusa or something. Like, I I just, I, I think that would be... Yes, really, really. So you're really good. opening it up. You're really opening up to all the magical girls. All the magical girls. Every so single Madoka? magical girl. Oh yes. my god! I want every single magical girl in existence. Even yeah, like every single one. With all their powers, we're not going to like all their powers. I want them to do their super moves. I want like I I want it to be Dragon Ball Fighter Z. 
Um, yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters, don't at me. People say it different ways. Fight- and, no, it's Fighter Z. Right? Move okay. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wasn't like that level of competitive play, but a magical girl fighter. Like I would love. So one, you would get all the all the because females, women make yes. up forty percent of all video game sales. Just uh-huh. so you know, um, and so you'll get us. But then they're really cute girls, so you'll also get guys who want to come play them. So yes. like you're hitting all markets. Like this is really where it needs to go, guys. Exactly. It really does. <laughs> also, please. Someone hear us and make these damn game because there hasn't been a Sailor Moon game in years. And I don't yep. mean a mobile game. I mean a console game. Yep. It, the Switch is thriving. Now is the time. Oh, I don't have one yet. Okay, we'll make it on Xbox also for Kate. Yes, but just for me. Make it on Switch because like, oh, and they just made My Hero Academia. Like, that's the perfect example. Yep. It could work. Okay, we're, we can yep. do this. So, oh, on on that note, uh, my other mm-hmm. one is that I want a My Hero Academia game, um, but not a fighter. I want it to be where you create your own hero, and then you have to go through all the training and exams and pretty much live out the arcs. But Aww. you're your own hero in 1A, and they just Love adapt it. it to whatever you've chosen your quirk to be and stuff like that. Love it. And so, yes. like, fully immersive RPG, running along with the storyline. Um, because the anime is going to be catching up with the manga and everything like that, you have tons of downloadable content. So, release like the first three arcs and then go into the next one. Cool. And let us romance. Yes. So, Drama. yes, dating. Full on RPG. But, like, but, like, not the weird romance. It's just like the cute little, like, age appropriate romances. Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, and we say that specifically because some of y'all will pair them together and it's like an adult and y'all know yeah. you will. Someone's going to yeah. pair I, like Aizawa with one of the girl students. Y'all need to stop that now. Yeah, please. We, we do um, not condone. We do not condone of this. Or we could flip this and you have to play as one of the teachers at My Hero Academia (laughs) (laughs) at at UA trying to control all these like terrible students. So like this can go either way. Um, (laughs) Yes. This is all we need in the world. Oh, yay. Um, So then this is a great transition to the next question. Also, I found out that I may have mislabeled or that we are actually doing 19 questions. Because the next one is question number four, not question number three. Ninja, <laughs> you had one job. I know. <laughs> I'll come up with one more question at the end. <laughs> Good. My creation is not working today. It's okay. It's fine. Um, so question technically number three slash four. Say four. Four. We'll answer three later. Yeah. Um, what game would make a good anime? Oh. Ooh, Borderlands mm. from Gearbox. Okay, uh, Borderlands is actually one of my favorite sandbox games. Um, I think it would make a phenomenal, like post-apocalyptic, um, where you follow. Um, I say Lilith because she's my favorite, but you can really follow any of them or have them all meet, like turn it into a story of them all making and then make, making it be like that classic shonen slash seinen, like a team momentum forward. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're just like Mad Moxie, Handsome Jack. Um, there are just so many different characters that lend themselves in the absurdity so well to anime that I think it would work. I like that. 
Yay. Um, I did a good thing, guys. <laughs> so for me, the easy answer that I want to give is just Kingdom Hearts because there's just so much damn content. And that was like the most popular answer. Mm-hmm. But I would actually like a Breath of a Zelda Breath of the Wild anime. Ooh. It's just so beautiful to play. Uh, it's just like, it's the best. And correct me if I'm wrong, there was a Legend of Zelda animated series, right? I think so, like way so back when, I think. So it's not that it's not that far off to say we deserve an updated, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild anime. And, you know, I specifically would like Trigger, that team, to work on it. Because mm. I love the I love the work they did with um Little Witch. Oh it's, nice. Like I I love the action scenes, like how fluid it is. And I think like yeah. the scenes with Link fighting would be really awesome to see it like designed in that style. Ooh, you know what else would be a really good one? What? Shadow of the Colossus. Mmm. That old PS3 game that got re-upped for the PS4. It's beautiful. There are giant stone things. So they're essentially like kaiju. Oh, well, I'm sold. Yes. Um, oh, also anything God of War. That's yeah, whole, God of War would be a really good anime. That's, Wait, have this, they not had an animated series? Let's see, because if there is, why haven't yeah, we watched it? Because, like, my first one was going to be Mass Effect, but Mass Effect technically has, like, an anime movie. Mm. And then Dead Space. Okay, so I'm while you look that up, if you haven't played Dead Space, go back and play it. It is one of the scariest games that you will ever play. It is phenomenal. It mm. is a perfect game. I perfect. I perfected that game too um achievement wise um because i'm a little bit of an achievement whore um <laughs> and they built out anime movies to go along with it oh. um so they're like they're they're the i think there's two but there's one specifically it's like a dead space aftermath or something it's really really good and it goes deeper into the lore and the story behind the artifacts and everything within the game mm. um so kind of like the stuff that gets you the stuff that got you to the point where you're there on the ship, right? Because like you're you you're it's kind of like alien, not alien style, but like it's essentially like if somebody found the alien the ship from like uh, Ripley's ship from Alien, just like why are all these dead people here? What happened? Oh wow, that's essentially what you walk into, and they're creatures, and it's it's perfect. But that it's just a movie, maybe a series of that would be good because I like okay. horror. I like that. Also, to answer the question, no, they have not made a God of War anime series, but. I don't see why they shouldn't because Mm -hmm. I love Greek mythology. Actually, I love any mythology, but especially Greek mythology. And I would kill for a Greek mythology anime. And anime does great with different mythologies. Awesome job. Just amazing. Boom. Hire us. Funimation. This is a country (laughs) role. This Somebody. is really just the whole pitch. This is this is like a <laughs> reel of ideas for us to just send to like Toei and Funimation mm-hmm. and Hayao I know you. I know you keep saying you're gonna retire, but he's making a movie with his son now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We know I'm- you're not gonna retire yet, sir. We see you. Um, on to question number five. What is your favorite thing about anime? Ooh, so I'm going to go with what a lot of people said. Um, mm-hmm. One, the animation. Yes. That was probably one of the most popular answers, and it's something mm-hmm. that I really agree with. Um, and two, which is kind of a blend, it's the ability of some really – how do I explain this? 
anime looks deceptive in a way, right? Yes. Like it, it seems really sometimes cutesy or like it seems it seems childish, childish. for yeah. Americans, right? It mm -hmm. seems it seems like it's a kid thing. But then when you like this animation at helps add depth to story and mm. there's what I love about the animation in anime is the ability to show characters transitioning through pieces in their life. So if you look at like some of the, sh like my favorite thing is like time gap, like time jumps and shonen and stuff, mm. because you get to like grow up with these characters. And as the storyline deepens, usually the animation also deepens with it. Um, and so I really like that. So like, there's just a depth of storytelling that I think that that gets done in anime, um, unless you're bleach. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Just the end. Just the end. Um, um, but yeah, like the animation and just like the, the mode of storytelling. It, it's not what we have in American stuff, and that's why I love it. Yes. So very similar reason for me too, because I have talked about the promise Neverland enough times for you people to know what it is. But if you don't <laughs> and if go you don't listen to episodes three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Have I been talking about it for that long? Dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I, not well, sorry. Okay, so it's not that long. Like that, that was high, that was hyperbolic. But you definitely talked about it <laughs> when you're like, I read this manga and now they're making an anime <laughs> of it. And then it was like, this anime is coming out. And then it was like, I recommend this anime. But then I watched the anime and then it's just been an ongoing thing ever since. It's now really we've done it on every episode. <laughs> Yes, pretty much. There's, like that should be a part of the drinking game. <laughs> will I mention? <laughs> will I mention the promise Neverland or not? But to my point, it's a great example of what Kate said. It looks childish. It looks soft. It looks warm. It looks fuzzy. But then the storyline and the plot really tw gives you a knife in the back and twist it and yep. breaks your spine. It really like gets to you. Like I love a good story where I don't see a twist coming or. I love the complexity of a story being told, but with beautiful animation and action. So like the way, obviously we know like um, animators, artists, they have references to like how the human body moves, yeah. but they take that and they turn it up times 10 in anime. Like how we watch um, um, Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Like, I, it was just like, I was gushing about the animation so much because it just seemed like they took it to a whole new level of, like, how the bodies were moving and just, like, stuff you don't usually see. But it's, like, a lot of anime does that where they can just, like, really, I don't know, they push the limits and the boundaries of, like, just imagination and storytelling. And then, like, they can be inspirational and sometimes it can wreck your heart. And that's why I'll end with it there. But... I want to share yeah. some people. No, um. I mean, I, I, no, I, I, yeah, I, I think you're really right. Cause I just think about like, uh, I think about some shojos, right? Yeah. Like some of the shojos that, that, and I, I'm going to say shojo. I, I just say shojo. I know it's biz shojo, but mm -hmm. like, um, I like that a lot of shojos, like they're made to be pretty. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of them, like just think about like Orange. Orange left me a giant freaking sobbing mess on yes. my bed. Yes, it um, did. Like just the ability to balance that is, mm -hmm. is really phenomenal. Oh, for sure. Um, so I wanted to share at least two people's point uh reasons why they love anime. So one person said the elaborate fight scenes and lengthy dramatic exposition, which 
yes, anime gonna anime. Um, another person <laughs> said, sorry, not that one. That's the wrong question and answer. Uh, another person said, the complex storytelling and how, like, just okay that was a lot of typos complex storytelling and very um i don't know what this word they're trying to say because of their typos but basically they say complex storytelling and and villains oh i mean that that that's fair there's some yeah. really damn good villains in here there really is like and they, like i i think what they were trying to say is just like how i mean i think that's probably one of the best things about anime is the villains because then you can either really hate them or you can they can turn to you loving them yeah, I mean, and I think too, like, also, I think anime has a completed, um, sorry, has a complex look at villains too, because mm-hmm. in a lot of shonen, you end up with the shonen rival who you think is the villain. Yeah, but then they like do this like nice turn, mm-hmm. and where they still have their personality, and you still understand them. They're still the person they were before, but yet you understand them deeper, and you understand, oh, they actually weren't terrible. Like, Shout out to you. Yeah. Yep, I was like, shout out to you, Vegeta and Hihei. <laughs> Our short kings. We love y'all. Um, this is, okay, so we'll end with this one too. So, and I'm sorry I didn't shout out the other two people, but I'll shout out this person. It's at PeachyKeen203. The animation. I'm always amazed at how some animes can have such detailed characters and still do such smooth animation. Which, Yeah. That's true. Like there yeah. can be like a, a character can have so many accessories or like just the outfits alone, but then it's like it's consistent. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Yep. So on to question number six. Who is your OTP? Oh. So I had an answer for this, and then I mm-hmm. just kept thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to go to two things. One's non-canonical. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Rukia and freaking Ichigo. That is canonical. <laughs> we, we, we don't, we do not, um, do not acknowledge the other one. That's fair. And uh, um, by other one, I mean the one with Orihime. Oh, I hate her. Yeah, so Rukia and Ichigo, and actually the one from the the gif you used in um in, yes. in the question from Toradora. Yes. Because I love it. So I love it. And, and it, it had me when he the first thing he says to her is like only only a dragon can be with a tiger or something mm-hmm. in the beginning. And I'm just like, oh, I want somebody to say that to me because I mean all the time. Yes, that is me. Our little we are short girls who just want a tall man who can understand us. That's all. Like, why is that so hard to understand? Oh, it's 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 so good. I love it. It's really good because like Taiga is super super fierce and mm-hmm. she's sure of herself and she goes through a lot, but she's resilient still. And then also just like his care for her, yes, is something that like it it's just it's great. I love it. So Toradora, go watch it. It's on Crunchy. I think that was actually my first Crunch Time uh, thing too. I believe it was, and I think that's probably one of the best ones ever. Honestly, mm-hmm. just because 
It's it's just so pure. Like, first off, that's one of mine. Like, they are, Taiga and Raiji are just perfect. One, because it's an anime couple that actually kisses. So, completion. Yes, it happens at the end, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but that's good enough for me because, like, most of them, they take forever to just, like, confess that yeah. they like the person. And, like, that's all. That's all we get to see. We have oh to my- see you flirt with each other, blush at each other, do all this bullshit for this long so it actually bugs me more when they confess early on and then they do nothing. And I'm like, really? True. You all going to touch pinkies? Like, that's <laughs> it? Are you looking at each other? Are you looking at this, this tall, fine man? No, you're not, apparently. <sighs> tall, sorry. <laughs> sorry. why we're meant to be friends. <laughs> no, it's accurate. I, hate, I absolutely hate it. I hate oh. it when there's all this buildup just building up and building up and building up and then there's just like nothing so, so i don't know if the mic yeah. will pick this up but i'm uncapping my pen to write mm-hmm. down shoujo romances mm-hmm. as a, a trope topic for us to talk about in a future episode yes let's do that <laughs> um, so let me see how i don't know if i should share my entire list while i created these questions y'all knew good and well i was not going to give you one so i'm gonna share my whole list and we're just gonna run through it do it Uh um sorry let me clear my throat so we got vegeta and bulma that's that's never going to change that's who she belongs with taiga ryuji archer and ren don't judge me i don't care um and chile because come on girl that's good that's I, i endorse that Thank you. Um, Alan May, um, and that's in reference to Full Metal Alchemist uh, yeah. Brotherhood, because yeah. they do end up together. Ed and Winry, Tutu and Victor. Damn, I can't remember where that one's from. But it is my thing. Is it, isn't there a Victor? show called Tutu? No, no, not the Princess Tutu. Okay. What the hell is that? that is a typo. I don't know, but I've, I shipped them apparently. Um, <laughs> Go we are Ruk- a scholarly podcast. <laughs> Ichigo, Rukia, Rinji, and Tatsuki, um, Deku and Uraraka, and Ashido and Kirishima. And that Sweet is it and- for me. Oh, so- Kagome, um, actually, Kagome and motherfucking Koga, because Inuyasha <laughs> was a fuckboy. Sorry, <laughs> just gonna put that there. That probably should have been my hill to die on, but no, it's you going- can. You can make it. You can, like, you, can, you can. That's fine. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. Linda, listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Inuyasha. He is mm-hmm. fine. I enjoy him in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then he strings Kagome along so much. And he just keeps going back to that stupid, stupid Kikyo. And she and just keeps saying, corpse. I don't want you. Yep. And she's up front with him. I don't want you. And he still keeps going there. Okagomi's over here losing her entire life because she's given up time in her world yeah. to come back in time for him. And he, like, it's cute. I I, I kind of ship them. But then Koga comes into the picture. Yeah. And Koga is just devoted to her. He will do whatever she wants. Like a dog. He will die for her. I mean, Inyasha will too, but he'll do that after he's after he's like Major Kikyo is okay. And then he'll come and save her from the death situation that he put her in because he left her for Kikyo. Yeah. It's taken a lot of contemplation and multiple rewatches of Inyasha to get to this point. Mm-hmm. But Kagome and Koga, there you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'm not going to fight you on this because I, I have over the years, while I did love in you, Asha, at one point I realized, yeah, he really is a fuck boy. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's been a lot for me to handle. of like <laughs> admitting that. It has. Really- I mean, like, mind you, a little bit of Kate information, because if you're listening to this in your anime, you've probably read some. I've definitely read some women fan fiction with Kogain, with, uh, with uh, Inuyasha and Kagome. Yeah. Definitely Same. seen a little doujinshi, you know, mm-hmm. some, of the, some of the harder stuff with Kagome and Inuyasha <laughs> for a little bit when I was in that phase. Yep. So I came from this very much, they are the OTP, and I think when I watched it as a woman who has gone through relationships and everything, yes, then exactly. I was like, oh, this is not healthy. Exactly. As you grow and you realize now that I'm like 27, I'm like, that is not a healthy relationship. And he's terrible. Like, why are you giving him so many chances? And then I look at myself. I'm like, oh, oh, that's me. Damn. <laughs> you can't give the fuck boy multiple chances. That, like, <laughs> that's not the right thing to do. <laughs> um, sorry. Okay. That went, that was off on a tangent. Um, it yes. just, it, it made me get a little bit heated. For no, a second no, it's, it's, it's accurate. It's very accurate. And it, your, and your reason is correct. I do agree with you. And this was um, also within like the last year guys, like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, like, I feel like it, like when I rewatch in Yuasha, I was like, Oh God, he was terrible. But then it's just like, I, I still want them to be together, but man, he was terrible. <laughs> I want human Inuyasha to be with Kagome. That'd be cute. Because that works. He's not He's not stupid when he's human Inuyasha. Not true. Damn, I gotta go rewatch Inuyasha now. <laughs> it's on Netflix. <laughs> it is. I, I, and the final, I think the final act is on Hulu. Yes. All right. Well, this is not an Inuyasha advertisement. But I do have to make one thing clear. So I just want to make this very clear when it comes to Archer and Ren. In my mind, because of fan fiction, it's when Ren is 18. Ah, that makes sense. Okay, I just want to make that very clear. I'm not talking about 16-year-old Bryn. I'm talking about her and Ar- from fan fiction. Her and Archer, she's 18 or older. And that's fine. He's an internal spirit who... It's it's cool. I don't, we don't know what his age is. But we just we know he's an internal spirit who's always young. Okay. I just feel like I had to say that. <laughs> no, that's fair. You're fine. I mean, I'm it's like, also like a common fantasy trope, right? The immortal well, yeah. the immortal dude with like the young-ish woman. Yeah. I mean, and Yuasha is 500 years old. Yeah, Kagome <laughs> is like 15. Yep. <laughs> then people, when you bring in the argument of, fan, of time travel, okay, we're going to go on to the next question. Yeah, just next, because this is, the, <laughs> if you want more, subscribe to us. And mm-hmm. when you get another Animinisode, you're probably going to find some of these things fleshed out. Yes, yes. We will tackle that another day. So, question number seven. Who is the best anime dad? Piccolo. Yes, Piccolo. And Mr. Kurosaki, and Dr. Kurosaki. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go Piccolo. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta look up his name real quick. Give me a second. No problem. You play like the Jeopardy music or something in the background. I can. Um, what, what do I have available <laughs> to play? I can play the Bleach soundtrack. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's so that's good. our that's our Jeopardy music. Oh um, um, yeah. Okay. So I was trying to. Eh. Oh, also Vegeta is an honorable mention for. He's an honorable yes. mention, but only he, for one of his kids, not for Trunks. He doesn't. Care. I mean, and and yeah, 
<laughs> he cares enough to sacrifice his body for his this son. Is fair. You know? This is Yeah, exactly. But it's, like, I mean, Goku had Piccolo step in and sacrifice his body for his son. True. <laughs> Goku wasn't the one that that went up there. Piccolo was. That's well, still I mean, just we, such a touching scene. It is. I mean, I. But if Dragon Ball, if, if the Brawley movie taught us anything, is that Saiyan dads are not the best dads. Yeah. Like Bardock. Yes. Um, he gets honorable mention. But when you look at all the other fathers, you're just like, oh, okay, this explains so much. Like, where are the mothers? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Where is everybody? They're mom? always dead or absent. They are always dead and absent because where the hell was Vegeta's mom? Yep. Um, okay, <laughs> so I, this may be a little bit of a controversial pick. I don't know. Uh, Light Yagami's dad. Soichiro Yagami. That's not controversial. Okay. No, he was a dad. Okay. Well, I figured just because Light was killing people. Because <laughs> he was... Oh, well, no, that's not his dad's fault. Yeah, no, no. His dad did everything. Right. His dad was a working father, a devoted mm-hmm. family man who was willing to die to prove his son's innocence because he trusted him that much. Right. It's not his fault that his son was a sociopath. Exactly. He did not abuse his child. Mm-mm. He did not drive his child to do any of these things. It, it light Yagami is responsible for light Yagami. Yep. So yes, uh, Shoshiro Yagami. This one yep. goes to you. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, on to question eight. It is fuck Mary kill time. Mm-hmm. Your choices are Show Tucker, Griffith, and Gilgamesh. Uh, you go first because okay, you're, this is you're, super- you're the person who brought this into existence. I know. I should have made it harder though because I feel like it's straightforward. So I will fuck Griffith. Ugh. Like gags. But yeah, I'll do that. I will marry Gilgamesh because then at least I'll be a queen. And he's not exactly ugly. He's just a terrible person. But I'll be a queen. And we are going to kill Show Tucker very, very slowly. I will peel his skin with alchemy magic. I will castrate him to make him feel the pain. Like an ounce of pain of what he makes his daughter feel. And then I'm going to turn him into a chimera. And then I'm going to kill him. That's it. That was intense. But I wholeheartedly yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Mostly because in my head, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can pull like a Castlevania here and like try to turn <laughs> Gilgamesh into a nice person eventually through my love. Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> going for a political marriage. Um, best of luck to you, friend. I'm going for political. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, that, that's the only thing I can think of. Archer is pretty fine, like most anime villains. <laughs> so I definitely fuck him. Um, yeah. And, no, Show Tucker, no. No. Yeah. No, just die. Die in the worst horrible ways. I'm very proud that no one had made the... De- Everyone pretty much made the same decision here. No yep. one made the decision to, like, marry Show Tucker or mm-hmm. fuck Show Tucker. So basically everyone made the same decision to either fuck Gilgamesh or marry Griffith. But then some people didn't know who Griffith were, was, and I was kind of concerned. I'm like, oh, baby, you don't know what you're getting into. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our fault. We haven't educated y'all on Berserk yet. It's terrifying. <laughs> but if they made a Berserk live action, we're all over it. Oh, yeah. 100%. That'd be, that'd be great. That'd I also like think it's unanimous that Show Tucker is the worst anime dad. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why I didn't make that a question. 
Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. On to a more lighter and funner things. Um, fuck Mary Kill again. This time your choices are Vegeta, Archer, Sashomaru. So I fuck Sashomaru, Mary Vegeta, because mm-hmm. I can get that on the reg. And then- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then maybe keep uh no, I was gonna say maybe keep Archer as a side piece, but I can't do that to Vegeta, so I'll just kill him. <sighs> How dare you? How dare you? Hey, I didn't do it. I just contemplated it. Well, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> I'm going to kill Shishomaru. Oh, my baby. Yeah, I don't, I, I've just never gotten it. Oh. Like, I, I don't get it with he him. He gets it. He can get it. <laughs> he can't get it from me, so I don't get it. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna fuck Archer because yes, tall men and broad shoulders and all that, um, and have fun with that. And then marry Vegeta because yes, on the reg. <laughs> and I feel like my family life would never be boring. Nope. Oh yeah. And you know, through his proven history, that he will just fetch whatever you want. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I could. I could be like, hey, babe, I have a craving for something. What is it, woman? I'm like, I, I just want some fries. He go get me some fries. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool with that. I, and I'm feisty, so I don't put up his bullshit. I will argue back with him. Exactly. I want some... Look, okay, y'all gonna learn a little something about Lanisha. <laughs> I am an alpha. <laughs> I also deserve an alpha. That means I want someone who can go toe-to-toe with me. <laughs> did you just bang the table? Ow. Yes, I did. But I agree with you. I, agree I thought you were like you. clapping. Yeah, no, I banged the table, but it was like a spiritual k- uh, clap, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what that was. Uh, yes, thank you, soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But no, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to... Hmm? No, I, I was going to say too, um, I think like the really interesting thing or the cool thing and that I'm just realizing just kind of like thinking about this and all I talked about Vegeta, I think this is why I'm with why i'm with matt because matt will literally complain and complain and complain that he has to get me something and then he still gets me something he'll complain while he's getting it for me but i always get the thing that i want must be commute that is communication exactly that is that is y'all that is your love language see how we can turn this around (laughs) yeah and Uh, like i i get mean sometimes so i can't have somebody going to go cry about things it's okay to be feisty I'm feisty. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with being feisty. Saiyans love feisty women. Sorry, I'm trying to... Re- for some reason, my... This is so stupid. For some reason, all of this Vegeta talk is so hot and heavy that I unplugged <laughs> my monitor, apparently. Okay. <laughs> well, you're still with us. Yes, um, <laughs> Do you want me to go ahead and move on to question 10? Yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, move on or wait? Move on. Okay. Question 10. Most inappropriate ship. Sorry. No, you're fine. Won't go in. (laughs) Take your time. I can always edit it out. Okay. Okay, cool. That was weird. I don't know. My like my HDMI cord is so stupid. The slightest little bump in it just okay. Yes. So most inappropriate ship. Yes. Oh, Rin and Shishomaru. Thank you. I've seen that. Thank you. She is her dad. Yes. And she is a child. Yes. And any of the My Hero Academia kids with the pros. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I'm, I resounding yes to all of that because I'm, even if y'all make Rin older in your fan fiction, it's still kind of weird. Yeah. Cause it's like, he literally has raised her. It's like, it's like an R. Kelly situation then. That's when mm. it gets weird. Cause that's like, yeah. he's groomed her. Not saying that's how y'all write him. I'm just saying it's just weird. Cause I've gone down some paths and I'm just like, nope, it's not for me. It's not nope. for me. I'm, nope. I tried. It's not for me. And it's still creepy. Um, I'm going <laughs> to stay. In, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was say now, like I now we used Serena and Darian or Usagi yeah. and Mamoru. However you like to refer to them. I'm going to say Serena and Darian because I'm a 90s kid. That's um, I know that that is inappropriate technically. However, however, this is, this is my reasoning because it was formative okay. for me. It's okay. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Say your word. Appropriate in Japan. <laughs> not here. And you're going to learn a little bit something about Kate. I have dated somebody in my past that was 10 years older than me. I was over 21 at the time. That's fine. So it was fine, but he was 12 years older than me. So maybe Sailor Moon gave me an older person complex. I don't know. Matt's four years older than me now. That that's reasonable. But um, so I can't say that that's it by inappropriate one, but I get, I see the argument and it's really weird watching it back, especially in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal because he yeah. looks so much older in that version. And I'm like, ooh, okay, this is a little icky. Yep. But then I'm just like, <laughs> but formative anime romance. <laughs> <laughs> he's also useless true he is useless <laughs> he, he's um, very much but useless. on that note um uh, chibiusa and darian yeah that is extremely inappropriate well, who who does that people, where they do that people do they they ship a wicked lady oh with, no. with him no yeah nope mm-mm and honestly, because in the anime too, like she wants Darian all to herself, whatever. And like she, that's like a little de- she's being exactly a it's like a little girl. kid thing, right? Yeah. But <laughs> fanfics. Yeah. People ship them, as in, then it's weird. I get like Wicked Lady; she's older, but she's still technically Chibiusa in that mind. So it's just no, whole bunch of no. And even if she was older, that's still his daughter. Yeah, that's completely wrong. It's just so. Not- yeah it's not right um for me yeah chibi that's now that i know that's actually a thing people ship hell yeah that's the most inappropriate one i've heard but also anything brother sister just gonna put blanket statement yeah that's anything anything where there is a sister complex or a brother complex and that's fair i kind of want to throw in a cousin complex but i feel like that's also no i can't do that because i know in some storylines it's kind of like oh they aren't really cousins or yeah um, well, too and then it also gets really culturally. weird yeah i was about to say because culturally a lot of the times like cousins aren't s- seen as holding the same weight as you. yeah which is true. I mean, I'm not going to say, but, I'm not going to discredit that whole thing because I'm not going to discredit like a cultural there. thing, but it's more like from, brothers, from our American Western, from, from our American sensibilities. That's what all this is yes. done from. So, yes. That's the disclaimer. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, anything usually that like definitely has like a teenager with a 24 year old 
is just wrong. I'm not saying I'm not saying there's a specific example out there. I'm just throwing that out yeah. there. But, but definitely when it's like teacher student, no. Yeah. It doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how many flowers and bubbles you draw around them, it's still it's wrong. It's still weird. Yeah. It's still wrong. Don't do that shit. It's gross. Okay. Cause oh, and I've seen y'all, you all might in Deku shippers. Cut it out. Oh. Cut it. Stop it. Out. No, I kid Stop you not. It. Cut All of out. you people who killed Vegeta, stop it. <laughs> and also stop this too. Yes, please. Just cut it out. Um, so on to number 11. <laughs> Biggest anime pet peeve. So we got a lot of people saying fan service. Yep. Um, which if you, I, I mean, I assume if you're into anime and you're listening to this, um, you know mm-hmm. what fan service means in regards to this. But if you don't, fan service is a trope in anime where it's a lot of nudity a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Big boobies for Basically. no reason. Yep. Um, underpants shots. Um, but also in that vein of boy love. That's also a thing that's fan service. Really? Um, yeah, unless it's a genre. So in le- when it's not done in genre, oh. it's fan service. When it's done in genre, it's not, right? So it's kind of like etchy. Like etchy isn't fan service because that's just what etchy is. Yeah, gotcha. And boy love isn't fan service because that's just what it is in its genre. But when it comes into like shonen shows, because mm. this is where it happens most of the time, then it becomes fan service. Does that okay. make sense? I think so. So Yuri oh. on Ice isn't fan service. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But then what's an example of it being fan service when it's it, like Ah, actually good example. What's a koi? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so much smarter now for that. Yeah. I mean it's a like yeah. Um but I have to give a shout out to uh, Get in the Robot, which is a YouTube channel all about anime that you should go follow and watch because I watched their video on fan service. So it kind of like helped break that down for me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but so I was going to say that, but I've also just got into this place to over time. It still bugs me when there are a lot of boobies, but then yeah. at the same time, I'm also like, I know that American culture is a lot more, I don't want to say prudish because that sounds bad, but like there's like what, what we find as crossing the line here isn't necessarily the same there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, and I also just feel like I've been des- desensitized to it. True. Like I um, watched like um, High School of the Dead and I didn't mm-hmm. even realize it was super fan service because I was just like, oh, I'm just so into the story. It was such a good anime. Yeah. Like, I'm just so into this story and the action. I'm not even paying mm-hmm. attention to the girl who's naked in an apron. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so many panty shots, but it was also a really good story. Yeah, it really was. But I'm like, yeah, that's a prime example of, of fan service. Yeah. And, and I think it, it depends on how it's done, right? Because then mm-hmm. you end up with stuff like in Naruto where they completely trash Tsunade as a character mm. and a mentor because she's completely fan service and she's the only one that looks like that. Yeah, true. Um, so, so long as you're not doing a disservice to the character, or um, what's her name in uh, in One Piece? Nani. Yeah, is that her name? I think, I that's, think her that's her name. And then same with like um, Fujiko. Okay. Like they, you know, like they have their clothes ripped away, and they do these things, but they're still badasses, or even like Kill a Kill. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, but my, I guess, so that was all telling you about what I thought was my worst one and how I got to it not be my, my worst thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so my worst thing in anime is filler. Mm, filler. I can see that. It, it burns me out. It's why I'm ne- probably never going to finish Bleach. <laughs> same. Very much same. And One Piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do actually... My challenge for 2019 and 2020 is to finish One Piece. So we shall see. But for me, my biggest pet peeve. Ugh. So I don't like. How should I say this? So one filler is definitely one I really, really don't like. But like I'm talking about bad filler. Filler that doesn't need to belong there at all. Yeah. I'm like, I like like a little slice of life, like learning more about a character. When if it doesn't have to do with the plot overall, like the Piccolo and Goku learn how to drive, like that's funny and it's fun to watch, but that's cool. Um, but like truthfully, I don't like this sexualization of underage characters. Yeah, like, that's my biggest pet yeah. peeve. It's it's one thing to draw a character who is cute. It is one thing to create a cute character. It's one thing to draw them in cute clothes. It's a whole other thing to sexualize them. Mm-hmm. And I think like there there's a line. There's cute and then there's when you're sexualizing a 12-year-old girl in an anime. Yeah. And it's just like I, people try to justify it, but it's like when you're drawing a like I'll even say like a 16-year-old, like why are you drawing a 16-year-old like this? I think there was that whole hashtag like draw teens like teens, yeah, because of the Riri Williams like debacle thing, uh, and like we had to, yeah, right, like we had to explain to them like, do you understand that she's 16 and you just drew her as if she was some pinup model? It's mm-hmm. not saying that that. Um, this character can't be attractive and like so many people are like well what do you want her to do what do you want him to do like draw her with a flat chest i'm like i just want it to look like a teenager and not like a pinup model nothing against models nothing against that but like it is a child yeah let them be ch- let them be children like stop putting and then just like stop over sexualizing them yeah so, on a serious tone so on to the next one <laughs> number 12 oh it's gonna get more serious <laughs> saddest anime moment oh god and you used you used the child tucker tucker moment so yes it did nina tucker she deserved uh, at least that yeah so that <laughs> mm. i'm sorry i'm laughing because i remember we're gonna I'm, i'll share it it's a little there's a person who does anime sketches she's hilarious i i will find her and we will link it in the show notes but she does this scene oh it's funny but it's sad <laughs> i found a picture of somebody who dressed up like this in a con um <laughs> And nobody around me at work could understand what was happening until, like, my the guy who sits behind me, who's my friend, who's like, oh, my God, who would do that? And I was like, thank you for understanding. Yeah. Um, that is a bit, that, that's a bit much. I would never. But nope. was it you who told me the joke of, like, you know, it'd be funny if someone dressed up as a dog and someone just wasn't even did the fusing I dance. said that to you. Yep. <laughs> yep. I said that to you because I'm a horrible person. Um, a horribly hilarious person. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um... Yeah. So for me, I would say um, in Orange, if I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler because you find it on the beginning. It's whole, like the plot is to save this, to save one of the guys from killing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking depressing because there's a moment where you think that they don't fix it. And it like I've 
that orange touches me in a way one because I, I've dealt with that personally on like a me level, but also because I've lost a friend to that. And so orange is like some of the saddest stuff, but it ends happily. Um, so that's good. But on pure sad moments, both of them are in full metal alchemist, Nina and um um uh Mustang in the graveyard oh. after Maze dies. It's raining, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, that, that was that was hard. That was I hard. I rewatched that episode at work and I was like I had to go to the restroom because my eyes started tearing up. I'm just like this is oh, this is so rough. <laughs> yeah, so. it is rough. That is a rough one. Um so for me is definitely Grave of the Fireflies and it's when the little baby is chewing on rocks. Because she's pretending they're candy. Oh. Because they're starving and she's dying of starvation and diphtheria. She's dying and yeah. she's hallucinating and they haven't had enough food to eat for days. And it's just, you just see, you, it's the realization of like this anime is telling the story of things that may have actually happened to children in Japan during World War II. I think like the way World War II is painted from our point of view from our history it's like this glorious moment where we united and like we helped defeat a great evil but the grave of the fireflies really opened my eyes to like there are consequences on both sides and in this case the children like in japan whose parents were lost or like who died and they didn't like who were displaced in all the chaos and it just like really got me emotional and then like it really helps to like make people understand and i watched it a, a while ago but it's like it makes you understand like wow war has consequences on both sides it's not like it's not black and white but like seeing a little four-year-old baby chew on rocks because she's pretending it's candy because she's starving Ooh. like i yeah. bawled i bawled my eyes out for all weekend i was yeah. a mess and I'm sad again now. It's still a great movie, but be prepared if you ever watch it. Yeah. Okay, on to, on to, on to the next one. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, question number 13. Anime ending that pissed you off the most? <laughs> um, so I kind of hated the ending of Death Note. Okay. But... Nothing gets me angrier than Orohime ending up with Ichigo. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I knew it. Like, there are worse ones out there, yes. But it bugs me because it well, is like 300 episodes of building up tension between Ichigo and Rukia. Mm -hmm. And just out the window. And did you, do you remember all the hinting and did you remember like the end credit scene where you see Ichigo from Rukia's point of view? Yep. It's almost like a love story. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I do. I yeah. do. I Ubo, do. I just, oh, I have words. Um, mm -hmm. on that. Uh, yep. Yep. Anywho, for me, Gurren uh, Lagan. I'm probably saying it wrong. Is it right? Or can I say Samurai Jack? No, Samurai Jack's American. But it's like, it's basically the same trope. I hate when an anime gives you a character 
that's been around that they find and it's like they have a very titular role in the anime or like they're supportive to a main character and they fall in love and you love the character too and then at the end the character disappears in a cloud of powdery dust oh i'm tired my emotions can't take it stop it just and it's especially when it's a female character when you like oh i love her so much and they're great together and it's perfect and they're finally gonna be together and then nope just poof gone there's probably more that like more intense ones that irk me but that's just one that i truly hate is like i will skip to the end of this series just to find out if they actually end up together or if you kill them off basically you kill somebody off right at the end Mm mm-hmm so, yeah. On to question 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, we got to make sure I, we loop some of your guys' ones in here, too. Oh, um, yeah. Let's see. Question number 14. Favorite anime movie? Mm. It's hard. Um, do you want to go classic? I'll, I'll try to make it easy. Do you want to go classic or modern? Hmm. So I'll do. Let's do one of each. Okay. Yeah, I think I think more more is easier than the last. Um, so Princess Mononoke yeah. is mm-hmm. my favorite classic anime movie. Um, nothing touches it for me. It's mm. it's a powerful commentary on environmentalism, and um, yes. it's really really good. Um, modern. <laughs> I'm gonna be a total predictable weave and say your name. <laughs> So no, that's that is a great movie. It's phenomenal. It's it phenomenal. I'm nervous that they're remaking it, and we're gonna get to cover it. Yeah, is, is it live action? It's live action. Okay, sure. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, well, for me, it uh, it's House Moving Castle. I'm going, yes, I'll, I'll lock in and say House yeah. Moving Castle. Yes, that. That's um, a good one. And again, it tells a really good but simple story about war. But furthermore, it makes it focuses on the main character's perception of herself and how mm. she and it make and she learns and grows and her perception of herself evolves. And I think that's like the, I love growth. I love growth in characters. I love seeing characters with agency and with purpose and being powerful. And Hayao Miyazaki does a great job doing that with his female characters. Fair. Um, I agree. And and romance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then modern, I want to say Brawly, but that's still so new in my brain. So I'm going to say Summer Wars. Nice. We got a lot of summer wars. Yeah, it's so, the action is great and like just the storyline great. Uh, it's just a com- it is a complete story. It doesn't leave you hanging. Oh, that's sorry. Back to question thirteen. What pisses me off when they don't c- close a story? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Back. Yeah. Back to this. I like I like when the story can wrap up nicely. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't have to leave up everything open. Eden of the East. I love Eden of the East. There I've never seen it, but it keeps popping up in my Noblesse Oblige. It's really, really good. Ooh, really good. It. Okay. I like, I like. Oh, let me see. Also, this is totally not an anime episode anymore. It is not. We're so sorry, but we're going to get through, guys. <laughs> Next uh, time, it'll be short. I promise. Yes. 
<laughs> so at Simply Chopin, she said Wolf Children, which I it is on my list to watch. And then at Hermeister said The Boy and the Beast, Wolf Children, Summer Wars, Kiki's Delivery Service, House Moving Castle, One Piece Film, Gold, One Piece Strong World. These titles. Ooh, mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. I love Kiki's. I do too. It's so pure. Um, oh, um, the Inuyasha movie. I think it's the first one. It's like Memories Across Time or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's that is one. a really good one. I have that on DVD. <laughs> that is a great one. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I honestly like them most, if not all of them. Yeah. The, fi- the, I- the last one with the island was weird, but mm-hmm. I think it's just because I had fallen off, but I like them. Um, question number 15. What anime world would you want to live in? That's easy for me. Uh, Boku no Hero My Academia. But only if I have a quirk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without a quirk. Look at Deku. Oh, gosh. Yeah. For me, it is Fate Stay Night. In surprise to no one. Huh? You said <laughs> surprise to no one. In surprise to no one. What? I'm so confused. Why? Fate Stay Night. That you picked Fate Stay Night. Oh, <laughs> you picked oh, something from Fate. Sorry, <laughs> I, I couldn't hear you. Okay, yeah, that that is not a surprise. I mean, it's not going to be the Promise Neverland. We nope, know why. Not there. I also just know that you love the Fate series. So I love it so much, and I want to basically be like Ren's character. I want to be a mage that studied um, profusely and who is an awesome and badass fighter and can like equip their body with magical enhancements. Mm-hmm. Ah, just be glorious and kick ass and yeah but i would not refer to my i would not refer to the servant quote unquote as a servant i would refer to them as a partner oh that's good i like yeah, that I would, not like, I would not have them call me master because that'd be weird <laughs> um on to question 16 actually no i don't remember the name of the person but you, whoever said attack on titan you you got to be trolling us I know. <laughs> I'm not playing with y'all. I mean, unless you don't know any better, or maybe you're a daredevil. Sure. Or maybe they meant like the what is it? The attack my attack on Titan Junior High or whatever, where they're all chibis. <laughs> have you seen that? Yes. Yes, I have. That is adorable. <laughs> um. Let's see. Question sixteen. You got. You got. You've got a wow. <laughs> My accent came out in this one. You've got an unlimited budget and you can pick any anime to adapt it to live action. Which one do you choose? So this is the most on brand one. Um I had something in my head, but it's gone, so it has to come back. You go first. Okay. Are you gonna say Fate Stay Night? Damn it, yes. Okay, yes. So it's one, it has the range. Two, we could make six movies out of it. Hey, this sounds good. If we just focus on the second and third Holy Grail war, war, war arcs, if we just focus on those two series that are based off of those, we can do that. And then you can make a Fate Apocrypha spinoff. So I love and Fate Apocrypha. It is glorious. Um, so, yes. Um, I'm just trying. I, there's so much because, like, okay, if we can make Harry Potter, why can't we make Fate Stay Night? Fair. 
basically Harry Potter, but and it's like if Harry Potter and Full Metal Alchemist had a baby. Oh wow, that's actually a really good description. It's exactly what it is. That's, that is exactly what it is. All we need is for y'all to make it and make it right and and spend all the money on the special effects that you need to. I I, I will give. That's why there's an unlimited budget. I want Dean Fujioka as Archer. Ooh. That's all I ask. That is all I want. And I want the woman who played Fujiko in the Lupin live action to play. No, I can't have her play Ren. Damn it. I remember when we did like, I had an idea for a fan casting episode. I had this all worked out. <laughs> no, why not? I'll make her Ren because I can pair them together because I'll just make them older. There we go. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make it i'll make it take place older um or not i'm kidding because it's perfect as it is um so yeah <laughs> kate what about you um so i would actually make princess mononoke um hold on the message um i would have princess mononoke live action okay, yes uh, don't have the people who would play them um, oh, that's fine. But I have a director duo. Mm. A duo. So first, Hideo Kojima. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is so ingrained in Japanese culture that, you know, Hideo Kojima is, then he's amazing and I love everything he does. And um, his next game is going to be beautiful. And because of his next game and the team up with my favorite director of all time, Guillermo del Toro. Mm, I yes. want Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima to make Princess Mononoke live action. And the reason I want Guillermo is because of all the creature designs to get done in the movie. Because he would knock it all out the park. I like it. Yep. Also, sorry. If I know how I mean, like, since you said that, that made me want this one. I would love Spirited Away to be a live action Aww. adaptation. Yeah. Just for all the visuals. And I get to see in live action, but we know that Hayao Miyazaki is probably against that. And I feel it in my core yeah. that he would never allow any of his movies to be made in live action unless no. he can have complete control. Exactly. And he just and he doesn't do sequels, and he nope. doesn't he doesn't do sequels. So I feel like that's just like that's lumped in there. Where if he doesn't do sequels, he doesn't do live action. So yeah, we'll never get it. I think. Ah, <sighs> so perfect, sadly, though. but I do think so. Prince Mononoke would be great. Um, oh yeah. Perfect. But and then um I actually um I don't know why I made a fart noise. Um, <laughs> um I think I actually want <laughs> oh you're gonna laugh here. Um <laughs> I don't know how they would do it mm-hmm. at all. But I started watching Darlin and the Franks. Oh, and i just want to see live action builds of the mechs i I, you can change the way that they pilot them together and act like i I think they need to i I don't think that's not gonna work live action i don't think any studio will will green light the way they're operating the anime with teenagers and not even the dialogue that goes with it Nope. <laughs> I mean, maybe Pornhub but, will hit yeah, you up for that. Trip. Yeah, but I just want to see the mechs. The mechs are the Franks are beautiful. No, no, no. I agree. Uh, I, I completely agree. But um, yeah, that's more of I just I just want to see like Pacific Rim style mechs 
for darling for of the franks that's it that's perfect um so i'll share one of uh, another person's um it's at artless Ely. it's e-l-y-s-e um also she also has um finally owns kh3 which uh, we need to be friends (laughs) i like her already um her live action adaptation is housing ultimate or black butler um, then she goes on to say, American adaptations are notorious for whitewashing, so go where the cast is already white-coated. Plus, both are set in the UK, so your pool of actors to choose from is already stacked in your favor. Ooh, I, I like that. Right? I like that. That's really good. Actually, right? um, that should be our next watch. Because Black Butter, Butler has an Ed live action. That's right, it does. Thank you, Ed Artless. I'm terrible. Ile. Easily, hit us up. Hit me up. I hope you're listening. Let me know. I hope you're listening. I hope you. I haven't like pushed you away by mispronouncing your handle, but we love your idea. Yes. Um, so that was a good out. one. I yeah. just had directors. <laughs> that was it. Oh, I just knew I wanted Dean Fujioka in it somehow because why not? And he can do a song for it. So. Ooh. Hmm. Yep. So on to question number 17. Anime mashup you want to see. And yes, I specifically use this gift because I wanted to see this, but I, I have another gift. answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I can never say um, Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon because young Kate, who did not know what the internet had on it at the time. <laughs> oh, no. What did you find? Was just looking up Sailor Moon pictures. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted Sailor Moon pictures. That's it. I was I was like twelve or thirteen, and I came across the Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z head tie. Oh no! Don't want that in my life. So I can never have those two cross. Oh, Other than no. that, because that gift is perfect. Um, oh, it's glorious. But uh, yeah, so I guess crossover. Um, <laughs> now that you have that tidbit of my life. Um, this is hard. It is. Yeah, I. Because I actually like my anime fairly self-contained. Um, <laughs> ah, um, Full Metal Alchemist and Attack on Titan. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be really good to see the fights mm-hmm. and the story. Oh. Yep. Somebody write the fan fiction. Not me. And they're they're both already European based. So hmm. I like it. And I like it. Um so the I'll well, I'll share this person's and then I'll share mine. Um they say revolutionary girl Utena and Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Um no one and then they say no one's sanity or feelings are safe for me. <laughs> I'm like Great. Yes, I agree with this, and I approve this message. <laughs> um, but yes, that would be amazing to see. So yes, this is also kind of hard for me because I just want something that's high action, but also with a good, slightly dark story. So I want to see. Uh, shoot, I just had it in my brain. It is the latest one on Netflix, but Dracula, Castlevania. Thank you. Oh, I was going to say housing. That's not what I need to say. Okay, so I want Castlevania. 
and I want Helsing. That's why, that's why I kept on having Helsing in my brain. I want Castlevania and Helsing. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I, I would prefer if it's all of the animation is done in the style of Castlevania, though. Castlevania is, so, is beautiful. It is beautifully done. I love all the characters. Trevor is mine. Mm. And Sifa is just a badass. And yep. I, I, season two, just chef's kiss. Just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So that for sure. Uh, then we go on to question 18. What anime character do you want to be best friends with? Ooh. Crap, that's a hard one. And I mean, you gotta be platonic best friends. I feel like I should just state that question for us, because, you know. Yeah, that's kind of where my head head went first, so then I started switching out of that. I know. Platonic. Um... Crap. I'm really good at questions, y'all. <laughs> I know. Songo. Songo for Miniasha. Okay. That is yeah. a solid pick. I like it. Um, for me, what did I say? I want Rukia. But also oh, Bulma. Oh, oh, yeah! I, I definitely want Bulma too. That's that's good, right? Like, I want a lifelong friend that wants to go on adventures and wants to go explore things, and like, like I'm talking about, like I would like to have been friends with her, like when I was like when we were kids. Yeah, like that would have been nice. That sounds good. I like that. Dope. Yes. Um, I'm trying to pull up some. I know some people said Aladdin from Magi. Uh, sorry. Twitter is difficult to track down y'all answers. I apologize. I tried to have it as organized as possible. And... Okay, we're just... Oh, here we go. So, oh, it's at Her- the Hermeister again. They say Aladdin, Morjana, Nico Robin, Yamamoto, and Takashi. I think those are all like solid those. picks. Those are all solid Yeah. I like all of them. Like, there's not a bad one in the bunch. Like, you just want good friends. Um, and then on to question 19. Oh, here we go. It's going to get spicy in here. What is the anime hill you're willing to die on? Oh, I kind of just used my Inuyasha as a fuckboy card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can go further if you'd like. Um... You can you can go first. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I already put mine out there, but I'm just gonna say it. The ending of Bleach is a lie. Or Hime's emotions and her powers mixed together because she could not handle that her and Ichigo weren't together. So that caused her to alter space, time, and reality so that her and Ichigo were married and had a child. And that Renji and Rukia ended up together. Because she could not handle it. Because Orihime's powers do have that capability where she can just alter things in reality and whatnot. And I refuse to believe that after all that sexual tension and chemistry, that Rukia and Ichigo don't belong together. It is always Ichigo and Rukia, and it will forever be Ichigo and Rukia. 
I like that hill. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm willing to stand on this hill forever. <laughs> so actually, I don't know why I didn't go to this first, because I wrote an entire article about it on the website. Uh, <laughs> Bakugo is fine. Like, Bakugo is not a villain. Bakugo okay. will never be a villain. Yes. Bakugo is progressing in his shonen rival status. And... Yes. All Might and Aizawa both said that it was his their fault for believing that Bakugo was stronger than he was because Bakugo acted so strong and Aizawa and All Might both missed everything that he was in pain and he needed help because he puts up such a good front. And as teachers, they failed him. They said that. They said those words. And Aizawa felt very bad about it. And All Might felt very bad about it. Bakugo, Kachan, I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you. You shouldn't have done that crap to Deku. I won't defend you for that. But at the end of the day, unlike Sasuke and Naruto, he did not yeah. willingly go with the villains to get more power. Agreed. Bakugo has a moral compass. And Bakugo, as much as he wants power for power's sake, Bakugo is good. He doesn't want to just be strong. He wants to be all might. That so is, you leave my really child alone. I will cool. reprimand him on my own, but you leave him alone. <laughs> that is a really, really great answer. I thought mine was the most passionate answer. You definitely had the most passionate one. Um, so I'm going to read some of y'all's hot takes. Or oh, God. Your heels. So at G Plow 92, that's Grant from Gilmore Boys, Gilmore Ball Z. Um, which is another great podcast y'all should check out. He says, Sasuke did nothing wrong with the hands in between <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, that made me chuckle. And actually, I- you could hear him talk more about that because uh, he guested on my other podcast's uh, Naruto episode that's going to be out next week. Yay! So. Yeah, y'all can get into that because I was just oh, like, he goes in on that. I have a very light understanding of Naruto because I never like did the super deep dive as some people did, but I know some stuff. And I was just like, okay, that I know that is a strong take to have. Um, <laughs> at werewolf underscore Cora says, Killa Killa is better than Evangelion. Oh, 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 that is a hot one. Did that, did that hurt? That hurt. <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah, I got a chuckle out of that because I, again, even Jillian, I've never really delved into that one, but yeah. You know, I would love a live action Evangelion movie with an unlimited budget. So Pacific Rim, but better. First of all, the first Pacific Rim is a masterpiece. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love Pacific Rim. I just (laughs) knew you were going to get mad. Calm down. Um, but yes, I do. Don't eat your flaming hot. <laughs> I do think that an Evangelion live action would be better than the first one. But still, yeah. the first one is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at Lil Red Alchemist says, <laughs> I just found theirs funny. They um they put, I'm sorry, Goku isn't a terrible father, question mark, question mark, question mark. In what universe, question mark, question mark, question mark. Dude is literally never there and then dies all the time. His only redeeming fatherhood trait is that he deaf loves his kids. <laughs> that is their hill. That is a correct hill. 
like that is very on brand for this podcast. So that is why you were chosen. Because I love how like the examples that came up for this question was like, Goku isn't a terrible father. Ichigo and Rukio should have been together. They didn't have to kill Maze Hughes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I do need to shout out my co-host on my other podcast, Adrian, who said yeah. that uh, Naruto is a cheap Dragon Ball Z ripoff. Yep. <laughs> that was a spicy one. Yeah, and that, that was the one I was going to say, but I'm like, yep, that that one is definitely hot. And if you want to listen to him, he was actually on our Broly episode, so. Yeah, check it out, y'all. Oh, oh and then my other one, I forgot. So my other... One and I'll end with this one. Um, I said, Shiro had no business being in the Holy Grail War. He should have listened and did everything Ren told him to do and handed Saber over to her, to her team. I don't, and I say this, I don't hate Shiro. I kind of even like him, but he just, he could have just been a supportive character in some slash most parts. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm just saying I think a lot of some character deaths could have been avoided had Shiro just listened to Rin. That's fair. I, I'm just I'm I'm saying. And then like Shiro's whole like why do we have to kill people because they're gonna kill you. And she had to like give him an example. She's just like just hold still so I can kill you really quick and it won't hurt. Like <laughs> that is me. I love Rin. Oh, I love Fate Stay Night. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Last question. We're so sorry this minisode has basically turned into a full episode. Well, we're not that sorry. I mean, I think what you've realized from this is all of these questions could have been their own minisodes, and this is what you can expect in future minisodes. Yeah. More delving into stuff in more details. So, question 20. Favorite anime opening and or ending music? Ooh, okay. So, this is easy for me. Um, well, my first one is Tank, because mm-hmm. you kind of have to go with Tank. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, hold on. I know I said I knew it, but I know it in my head. I don't know the name it, so give me one second. You can go with one. I'm going to pull up the name for this one. Okay. Well, I feel like I should... Can, can we technically play the music? Yeah, I think it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it's bleach. I know all them. No, I know. I know all those. I don't don't know all the words. I know the intro. I do too, but I'm not gonna sing them because I'm not gonna butcher Japanese lyrics. (laughs) Oh, I love that song so much. And then also close second is the, I want to say the first season of Attack on Titan that I really like. Ah, okay. It is scary and intense. So I got I got two. They're both Full Metal Alchemist, but this is the first one. Oh yes! <sighs> Listen to that sweet, sweet guitar riff, man. Yes, so good. Oh. <laughs> So good. And then what was the so what was the other one? I gotta pull it up. Okay. I'll pull up one of the fan ones. Um, but one of the ones we got because it is also a classic favorite. It's a, it's the fourth opening. I think mm-hmm. it's called Rewrite for Full Moon Alchemist. Okay. Eh.
So when I was doing my rewatch, I uh, mm-hmm. I was like humming this like throughout work, like just walking around the office humming these these Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist songs. So. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so I do have one more after this one, but um, this one is from I, I believe it's Adrian. Oh, um, rock, rock the dragon! Yes. yes. <laughs> Just ten-year-old me is headbanging. <laughs> It's so good. And it totally like justifies Gogeta. It does. And then isn't it? <laughs> and isn't it? I'm not wrong, but Linkin Park did it? Or I, they did a cover of it? I, they did a cover of it, yes. Oh, that was so man, that is like peak 90s anime for me. Is like, or I guess 2000s, whatever. That is like, it brings me right back to Toonami Afternoons when Jack Mossy was coming on. Um, and then one more I have is, oh, that is an ad. <laughs> we'll ignore it. One more is like a more recent one, um, from Yuri on Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, <sighs> bitch. I feel like that you're is... holding that in. I feel like you're, I feel like you're getting ready to just sing it. I am, because Dean Fujioka is a fucking masterpiece, <laughs> and that is a great song for when you are feeling like crap. Oh, I, um, I will say this. Maker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will say this, though. Emo Kate fully enjoyed the Death Note opening, the first one. I mean, weren't we all a little bit emo oh, if you watched Death Note? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you're not alone there. I know I was definitely in that category of just <laughs> like, this is dark, and I'm also dark. <laughs> and serious no more pokemon anime for me <laughs> oh gosh okay <laughs> yeah. okay that was yes well and that concludes our anime question yep episode uh thanks for bearing with us guys thank you for participating and oh and of course i can't we can't not mention all the people who said cowboy bebop or Samurai Champloo. Oh, yeah. Um, entirely. So many of y'all. And yes, we totally agree with y'all there. Because yeah. Cowboy Bebop and its music is It has it ingrained into her soul. I do. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that at all. It's a perfectly good... It's perfectly good just saying that. It's just perfectly good. But yeah, so do we want to do this how we usually do our episodes? I close out with the Dragon Ball Z-esque closing? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. And you can be like, will they actually keep the 30 minutes on the next anime zone? <laughs> 30 minutes? 45. Well, 30, We're- 45. 30 to 45. Whoa, that's gonna be a challenge. Okay, <laughs> we have to say. Anyway, we do. Uh, thank you for joining us for our very first anime episode. Um, and you can find the podcast at dyht underscore pod. Let us know if there are any topics you want us to cover. Um, also, rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Do it. Yay. It's yes, please. We will shout you out. We appreciate that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can find me at oh my myth on Twitter. 
I'm pretty much just posting Detective Pikachu memes now. That's that's my life on Twitter now. That is fine. That is a very on-brand thing for you, and I support <laughs> it. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at LA underscore N-E-Y underscore S-H-A. You can find me making, <laughs> I guess, really snarky comments about X-Men movies and, other, <laughs> and, Oscar, and things that happen at the Oscars. <laughs> and thirsting after big-shouldered men. So, <laughs> that's my brand. Um, so, until then, will Nisha stop talking about The Promised Neverland? <laughs> will they ever? Will we ever? Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kate. Will Nisha ever get this right on the first try? <laughs> <laughs> will we ever keep an episode under an hour? An anime episode? Will we ever keep an anime in it? In- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Nisha learn how to say in a minisode? No. <laughs> <laughs> Will we ever be able to keep an anime minisode <laughs> under an hour? Find out next time. How did you have to? Bye. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so tired.